I hope you're feeling at home what we're feeling here at the church this morning. Amen. We're feeling the presence of God here. Amen. We spent some time in prayer before we started this morning, and, and God's presence is here. Amen. And, and I believe that it doesn't matter if we're watching on a live stream. Amen. God's presence can be felt in your lounge room. God's presence can be felt at your kitchen table. Amen. Our God is great. He is not held in by any four walls, but He is beyond all barriers and boundaries that we can set upon him for he is a great God amen praise your Lord praise your Lord praise your Lord Woo! I feel the presence of the Lord this morning praise you God praise you God praise you God if you got your Bibles this morning I want to take you to a couple of verses the first ones found in Zechariah chapter 9 Zechariah chapter 9 and while you're turning there at home, we thank you for joining our live stream this morning. I pray that you are blessed this morning. I pray that as you hear God's Word, it inspires you, encourages you, and lifts you up this morning. It's Palm Sunday today. Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9. I won't ask you to say amen if you found it, but feel free to leave an amen on the comments as well on the live stream. And of course, we have our essential crew here this morning running our church. And so I'm grateful for those people who have made the effort to come in this morning and um, help us out running the church and running our live stream and playing the music and singing. And um, it's just a blessing to be a part of God's kingdom. Amen. Zechariah chapter 9 and verse 9 says this. It says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, Thy king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. And now in your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21, and we're going to read from verse 1. I want to read you this story goes like this. It says, And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem, this is Jesus and his disciples, when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and, w- and were come to Bethanphage unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, you shall say, The Lord has need of them, and straightway he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. This is Zechariah that we were talking about before. He said this, he said, Tell you, the daughters of Zion, behold, thy king cometh unto thee, meek and sitting upon an ass, and a colt, the foal of an ass. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. And they bought the ass and the colt and put on them their clothes, and they set him thereon. And a very great multitude spread their garments in the way. Others cut down branches from the trees and strawed them in the way. And the multitude that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosanna to the Son of David. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And when he was coming to Jerusalem, all the city was moved. At home, why don't you say that word? Say, all the city was moved. Amen. Saying, who is this? And the multitude said, this is Jesus the prophet of Nazareth 
of Galilee. Praise the Lord. I want to preach to you with the help of the Lord for a little while this morning on this thought. The King is still the King. Amen. The King is still the King. Around this city, around this country, if you're watching, why don't you bow your heads right now? We're going to talk to the Lord for a few minutes. Praise you, Jesus. Lord, we feel your presence here this morning. And it's Palm Sunday today, Lord. We remember that time you marched into the city of Jerusalem as a king, Lord God. And Lord, we declare by faith today that the king is still the king. You are still the king of kings and the Lord of lords. God, I pray, Lord, that as I minister your word, your word, Lord, would go forth into people's hearts, Jesus, that it would touch their life, that it would encourage them, Lord God, that they would help them to get their eyes on the things that matter in this life. Lord God, let your anointing rest upon me. Father, I pray in the name that is above every other name, in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. Praise the Lord. If I can get someone to jump out to the kitchen and grab me a bottle of water, that would be a blessing. Maybe put it in a cup for me even, or take the lid off. Praise the Lord. The king is still the king. Today, all around the world is celebrated as Palm Sunday. It is a time when the triumphal entry of Jesus into the city of Jerusalem is celebrated. And, and all around the world, everywhere you go, there is different celebrations about Palm Sunday. Some churches, they get decorated with palm branches. I'm not too sure if there's much point in that right now given that we're all on live stream this morning. But some churches, they get all decorated up with palm branches and they make the church look nice. And, and sometimes there's parades where people march into church waving palm fronds as a sign of victory as, as they're celebrating the fact that 2,000 years ago, Jesus marched into the city of Jerusalem as a victorious king. Sometimes during these church services, the kids march around the building and they wave those palm fronds while the, while the ministry is happening and while the music is happening. There's, there's even some traditions where the priest will actually bless each palm frond that comes into the church and then you get given a palm frond and you can take it home and, and it can be as a symbol of good luck and a symbol of, um, you know, a, a blessing on your house. But, but, you know, the whole point of Palm Sunday is to remember a time when Jesus arrived into the city of Jerusalem as a humble yet triumphant king. And I think, I think it's a good time. Someone's going to have to jump on that camera because I can't stay behind there and just wander around. I've got to wander around a bit with this. Hallelujah. You know, it's good to remember a time when Jesus became the king of kings and he, he walked into that city of Jerusalem. But you know, for me, hallelujah, I am more interested in finding out more about how Jesus came into my heart one day and he became the king of my heart and he became became the king of my life and he began to look after me and support me and be my king and my master that's my king hallelujah praise the lord good they figured out how to use that tripod now praise the lord I think it's good to remember that time that Jesus came in as a triumphant king. But, but I remember that day when Jesus occupied his rightful place in my heart. I remember the day when I surrendered my life to his purpose and to his plan. I remember the day when my life was placed under the authority of the lordship of Jesus Christ. And let me tell you today, if you have any doubt in your mind, more than ever before, we need Jesus to be the king of kings 
and the Lord of Lords of our life. And He has to be ruling our life. Every single day that we live, every moment that we are awake, every step that we take, Jesus must remain the King of kings and the Lord of lords of our life. Amen. We need to take the time to make sure He is the Lord of lords and the Lord of all in our life. We have to crown Him as King in our life. We have to exalt Him as Lord in our life. For He is still the King. Hallelujah. And He is still the Lord. Someone shout hallelujah right now. Woo. Praise you, God. Praise you, God. Man, I'm feeling like i got 300 people in here. Praise you, Jesus. So how do we make him the Lord of our life? How do we make him the king of kings of our life? Because we know that he is still the king, but, but how do we apply that to our life? I think there's a clue that's found in what the crowd is saying. And here's the first thing. Write this down at home. You need to recognize his authority. You know, as the crowd was gathering around Jesus and as the palm fronds were being waved and, and thrown in the ground in front of that cult and, and, and as people throw their clothes down in front of Jesus, they were saying something. They were saying, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. This was a declaration that they recognized the authority of the one in whom they were acclaiming. Hallelujah. You trace that back to the psalm, hallelujah, in Psalm 118. And we're going to talk a bit about that later on. But that comes directly from the psalm. And it says, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And it's a capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D. What is it saying? They're saying, Jesus, we recognize that you have come with the authority of Almighty God. We recognize that you have come empowered as man but God in the flesh hallelujah brothers and sisters hear me today we need to make the same declaration in our life we need to declare that we recognize the authority of Jesus in our life so it's not my way but it's your way Lord it's not my will but it's your will Lord it's not my plan it's your plan Lord it's not my purpose but he is the king of kings of my life and I recognize his authority hallelujah Woo! praise you Jesus praise you Jesus everything that I am everything that I will ever become every purpose I ever imagine every dream that I ever have is wrapped up in Jesus Christ hallelujah because the king is still the king hallelujah Woo! As the procession wound its way into Jerusalem, the people were also crying out, Hosanna, Hosanna. And, and that word, it means uh, save now. Save now. And they were crying that out because they wanted to have a king 
who would save them from the Romans. You see, they lived in a time where their whole city, their whole country, their whole nation was under occupation from the Roman Empire. And there was nothing nice about it. It was horrible. And, 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 and people were getting killed and executed and all sorts of horrible things were happening. And so when this Jesus came and has the ability to feed thousands of people and heal the sick, that what they wanted was they wanted him to rule and to save them from the Roman Empire. Amen. And, and, and it was a declaration of hope that Jesus would liberate them from their enemies. And I'm here to tell somebody today, somebody watching on live stream needs to hear this. We have that same hope today. Not that Jesus will save us from our enemies. No, no, no. But that Jesus has saved us and can save us from our sin. Hallelujah. Hosanna is a declaration that our hope is in Jesus Christ. And that He is the answer that we need. And that without Him we are lost. And that He is the one in whom our faith stands and that in him we live and move and have our being amen hallelujah and I'm here to tell somebody else today that not only is the hope for this life but more importantly brothers and sisters we have hope for the life that is to come amen first Corinthians chapter 15 verse 19 it says if in this life only we have hope in Christ we are of all men most miserable, but now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. See, I'm here to tell somebody today, Jesus can really save us. Amen. He is our hope for the future. Amen. It doesn't matter how bad things get. It doesn't matter what tomorrow holds. It doesn't matter what things go wrong. It doesn't matter if we can't even meet in person. Amen. He is still the King of Kings beyond even beyond tomorrow, beyond next week, beyond next month, beyond next year, beyond next decade for all of eternity to come he is still the king of kings and the lord of lords amen he is still the king he is still the lord he is still my master he is still my savior he is still the ruler and he can still save us and so my declaration in my life is hosanna save us now lord hallelujah Woo. Feel the presence of the Lord here. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And this impacts the way that I live. And this should impact the way that we live in this church. It should impact the way that we live when we're at work and when we're at home because my hope is in Jesus and because He is my King and because the King is still the King. My future is secure. Amen. I can trust in Him. Turn with me in your Bibles, if you will, to Psalm 118. I want to read this to you because I think the psalmist just sums this up so well for us. Remember, I mentioned this earlier. You know, Psalm 118 is where the crowd got these words for. Psalm 100 and verse 18, chapter, Psalm 118, verse 21, rather. Look at this. I'll give you a few moments to get there at home. Praise your Lord. Praise your Lord. Psalm 118. 
Verse 21, it says, listen to this. I will praise thee, for thou hast heard me, and you have become my salvation. Oh, man. Don't you get something happening in your heart when you understand Jesus has become our salvation? You know, in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, the Bible says that the angel spoke to Mary and she said, he said, you shall call his name Jesus. Why? Because he shall save his people from their sins. You want to know why? I praise God. You want to know why I get crazy when I'm talking about this stuff? Because Jesus saved me. He's my Savior. He's my Redeemer. Hallelujah. He's my Messiah. And this is what this psalm is saying. I will praise thee. Because he heard me. And he became my salvation. Look at this. Verse 22 of Psalm 118. The stone which the builders refused is become the headstone of the corner. You know, Isaiah 53 and verse 2 says that Jesus would have no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. And, and you know what? This is, this is represented in the Bible. We see this in the Bible. There was many who rejected Jesus. There was many who turned their backs on him. And, and even today, many people reject him. But you know, this, this Jesus, uh, the one that was rejected, the one that people didn't want to follow, the one who was abandoned and rejected, that's the one, hallelujah, that's the one who has become the chief cornerstone. You know what that means, brothers and sisters and people watching online? That means I can build my life on Jesus. That means if my life is built on Jesus Christ, it's secure. It doesn't matter what virus comes. It doesn't matter what circumstance. It doesn't matter what situation. Yeah, I might get sick. Yeah, things might be going wrong in my life. But I can build my life on Jesus Christ. Because He is the head of the cornerstone. Amen. With Him, you can build your life. You'd be secure in Jesus. He's become the head of the corner. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. This is just so good. Verse 23 of Psalm 118. It says, This is the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. And then it's almost like the psalmist gets at something, something into his spirit. Because then he says, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. You want to know why I dance? You want to know why I shout? You want to know why I praise? We sing a song in this church that says, he saved me, cleansed me, turned my life around. Hallelujah. This is the day that the Lord has made. Even when things are going wrong it's still the day the Lord has made when things are going right it's still the day the Lord has made when things are going horribly wrong it's still the day the Lord has made why because he is still the king hallelujah he is still sovereign he still sits on his throne hallelujah the king is still the king hallelujah Verse, one, verse 25 of Psalm 118. This is where the crowd got this from. Save now, Hosanna. Save now. I beseech thee, O Lord, I beseech thee. Send now prosperity. Verse 26. Blessed be he that comes in the name of the Lord. 
The fact that Jesus is the king in my life has completely changed my life. And I will never be the same again. I have a hope. I have a future with Jesus Christ. And so do you this morning. And so do you this morning. My final thought as we get ready to wrap up this morning is this. When we live our lives with that hope and with the understanding that Jesus can be the king of our lives, if we will allow him to be, we will have an impact in this world. Matthew 21, where we read this morning, look at this. I'm going to read you verse 10. Look at this. It says this, And when he was come into Jerusalem, all those people shouting Hosanna, all the crowds gathered around him, the palm fronds being waved, and people throwing their their overcoats into the ground as, as Jesus entered in as a king. The Bible tells us that all of Jerusalem, all the city, was moved, saying, Who is this? In the Gospel of John, look at this, John chapter 12. John chapter 12 and verse 32. This is just after, just after the triumphal entry of Jesus. Right? In John, the Gospel records it from John 12 verse 12. Right, And then just a little bit on, verse 32, look at this. Jesus says this. He says, And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. Amen. You know, the New King James Version, the way that it puts it, says that it's, it's a global influence that Jesus will have. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you this morning and the people watching on the live stream that if we live our lives like Jesus is really who we claim Him to be in our life and when we live our life under the authority and the Lordship of Jesus Christ, when we exalt Him with our actions and we exalt Him with our words and we exalt Him with our attitudes, it is then that we will have an impact for the kingdom of God and we will have an impact in our homes and we will have an impact in our cities. Amen. When one person in the family puts Jesus in the right place, it will affect that family for Jesus. When one person or one family begins to put Jesus in his rightful place, it will have an impact on the community that they live in. When whole communities begin to seek after God and begin to place him in the right place in their minds it will begin to have an impact on our city amen and when the city begins to seek for Jesus brothers and sisters we will have an impact on our nation but it starts right here in the heart of one person who says Jesus is still my king Jesus is still my lord Jesus is still my master Jesus is still my savior and I'm going to live my life like it makes a difference to me. I'm going to live my life under the authority and the lordship of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm telling you church. I'm telling you straight. There is no limit. No limit 
to what impact we can have in this city. And at this time, in this kind of situation that we find ourselves in, our world is desperate for hope. You should have to read all the kooky cures for coronavirus that you'll find on Facebook. Man, I've heard that if you cut up a bowl of onions and leave it in your lounge room, it'll cure you of coronavirus. I read it on Facebook, so it must be true. Not true. Amen. But people are desperate for hope. Can I submit to you this morning watching online as I move around and make life difficult? Can I submit to you this morning that if you make a decision in your heart that you're going to live your life like Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, you will have a greater impact on this city than sharing some fake media report or reading some more news about the coronavirus. Amen. If you live your life like Jesus is King, that's when you're going to make a difference in our families and our cities we can have unprecedented revival we can have an outpouring of the holy spirit like we have never seen in our life before we can see signs and wonders and miracles like was in the book of acts amen because the church has exploded beyond these four walls amen and so my question for you this morning and for the people watching our live stream, is that what would happen if as a church, if as a body of believers, every single one of us was determined that we were going to live our lives like Jesus was still the king of our lives. And you know what? I believe it's going to happen. I've got something in my spirit. There are people out there who are drawing closer to God every day. And there are people out there who are determined to make Jesus the King of kings and the Lord of lords of their life. And as we get ready to pray this morning, I want to encourage you. Even when we don't see it, the King is still the King. Even when we don't feel it, the King is still the King. Amen. Even when we don't understand it, even when we can't meet in person, None of that changes the fact that the king is still the king. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. At home, why don't you just bow your heads with me right now? And right here, as, as our people here who are, who are with us, why don't we stand here this morning? And let's, let's begin to lift our voices right now. And let's begin to talk to Jesus. And let's, let's make up our minds that, that our hearts and our attitudes and our actions are going to mirror the fact that Jesus is still the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Precious Jesus, we love you this morning. We praise you. We exalt you, Lord. We declare by faith today.